Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, your reader today, the Sunday the 8th of May or the 7th of ER on the Hebrew calendar. It's the 22nd day of the counting of the Omer, and the new parasha or Torah portion for this week is called Emor, which means speak. And the scriptures from the Torah is Leviticus 21, 1 through 15. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Speak to the Kohanim, the sons of Aharon, and say to them, A Kohen shall not defile himself for the dead among his people, except for his relatives that are near to him, for his mother, for his father, for his son, for his daughter, for his brother, and for his virgin sister who is near to him, who has had no husband, for her he may defile himself. He shall not defile himself, being a chief man among his people, to profane himself. They shall not shave their heads or shave off the corners of their beards or make any cuttings in their flesh. They shall be holy to their God and not profane the name of their God, for they offer the offerings of the Lord made by fire, the bread of their God. Therefore they shall be holy. They shall not marry a woman who is a prostitute or profane. A Kohen shall not marry a woman divorced from her husband, for he is holy to his God. Therefore you shall sanctify him, for he offers the bread of your God. He shall be holy to you, for I, the Lord, who sanctify you, am holy. The daughter of any Kohen if she profanes herself by playing the prostitute, she profanes her father. She shall be burnt with fire. He who is the Kohen Gadol among his brothers, upon whose head the anointing oil has been poured, and who has been consecrated to put on the garments, shall not let the hair of his head hang loose or tear his clothes. He must not go in to any dead body or defile himself for his father or for his mother. He shall not go out of the sanctuary, nor profane the sanctuary of his God, for the crown of the anointing oil of his God is upon him. I am the Lord. He shall take a wife in her virginity. He shall not marry a widow or one divorced, or a woman who has been defiled, or a prostitute. He shall take a virgin of his own people as a wife. He shall not profane his offspring among his people, for I am the Lord who sanctifies him. 
That was Leviticus or Vayikra 21, 1 through 15. And a portion from the prophets is today Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapters 63 and 64. Who is this who comes from Edom with dyed garments from Bosra? Who is this who is glorious in his clothing, marching in the greatness of his strength? It is I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Why is your clothing red and your garments like him who treads in the wine vat? I have trodden the winepress alone, and of the peoples no one was with me. Yes, I trod them in my anger and trampled them in my wrath. Their lifeblood is sprinkled on my garments, and I have stained all my clothing. For the day of vengeance was in my heart, and the year of my redeemed has come. I looked, and there was no one to help, and I wondered that there was no one to uphold. Therefore my own arm brought salvation to me, and my own wrath upheld me. I trod down the peoples in my anger, and made them drunk in my wrath, and I poured out their lifeblood on the earth. I will tell of the loving kindness of the Lord, and the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord has given to us, and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has given to them according to his mercies, and according to the multitude of his loving kindness. For he said, Surely they are my people, children who will not deal falsely. So he became their savior. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them. He bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Ruach HaKodesh. Therefore he turned and became their enemy, and he himself fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moshe and his people, saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put his Ruach HaKodesh within them? Who caused his glorious arm to be at Moshe's right hand? Who divided the waters before them to make himself an everlasting name? Who led them through the depths like a horse in the wilderness so that they did not stumble? As a beast that goes down into the valley, the Ruach Adonai caused him to rest. So you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from the habitation of your holiness and of your glory. Where are your zeal and your mighty acts? The yearning of your heart and your compassion is restrained toward me. For you are our Father. Though Abraham does not know us and Israel does not acknowledge us, you, Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from everlasting is your name. O oh Lord, why do you make us wander from your ways and harden our heart from your fear? Return for your servant's sake, 
the tribes of your inheritance. Your holy people possessed it but a little while. Our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary. We have become like those over whom you never ruled, like those who were not called by your name. Oh, that you would rend the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence. As when fire kindles the brushwood and the fire causes the water to boil, make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things which we did not look for, you came down and the mountains quaked at your presence. For from of old men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen a God besides you who works for him who waits for him. You meet him with rejoices and does righteousness, those who remember you in your ways. Behold, you were angry and we sinned. We have been in sin for a long time. Shall we be saved? For we have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteousness is like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name, who stirs himself up to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us, and have consumed us by means of our iniquities. But now, Lord, you are our Father, we are the clay, and you are potter. We all are the work of your hand. Do not be furious, Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Look and see, we beg you, we are all your people. Your holy cities have become a wilderness. Zion has become a wilderness. Jerusalem, a desolation. Our holy and our beautiful house, where our fathers praised you, is burnt with fire and all our pleasant places are laid waste. Will you hold yourself back for these things, Lord? Will you keep silent and punish us very severely? That was Isaiah or Yeshayahu, chapter 63 and 64. Now our portion from the writings, and today... We will read Job or Job chapter 8. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered and said, How long will you speak these things? Shall the words of your mouth be a mighty wind? Does God pervert justice? Or does Shaddai pervert righteousness? If your children sinned against him, he has delivered them into the hand of their transgression. If you want to seek God diligently, make your plea to Shaddai. If you were pure and upright, surely now he would awaken for you and make the habitation of your righteousness prosperous. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would greatly increase. Please inquire of past generations. Find out about the learning of their fathers. For we are but of yesterday and know nothing, because our days on earth are a shadow. 
Shall they not teach you, tell you, and utter words out of their heart? Can the papyrus grow up without mire? Can the rushes grow without water? While it is yet in its greenness, not cut down, it withers before any other reed. So are the paths of all who forget God. The hope of the godless man will perish, whose hope shall be cut off, and whose trust is a spider's web. He will lean on his house, but it will not stand. He will cling to it, but it will not endure. He is green before the sun, and his shoots go out along his garden. His roots are wrapped around the rock pile. He sees the place of stones. If he is destroyed from his place, then it will deny him, saying, I have not seen you. Behold, this is the joy of his way. Out of the earth others will spring. Behold, God will not cast away a blameless man, neither will he uphold the evildoers. He will still fill your mouth with laughter, your lips with shouting. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the tent of the wicked will be no more. That was Job or Yov, chapter 8. And our final portion from the Apostolic Writings is today Romans chapter 7. Or do you not know, brothers, for I speak to those who know Torah, that the Torah has dominion over a man for as long as he lives? For the woman that has a husband is bound by Torah to the husband while he lives. But if the husband dies, she is discharged from the Torah of the husband. So then, if while the husband lives she is joined to another man, she will be called an adulteress. But if the husband dies, she is free from the Torah, so that she is no adulteress, though she is joined to another man. Therefore, my brothers, you also were made dead to the Torah through the body of Mashiach, that you would be joined to another, to whom? to him who was raised from the dead, that we might produce fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were through the Torah worked in our members to bring out fruit to death. But now we have been discharged from the Torah, having died to that which, in which we were held, so that we serve in newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the Torah sin? May it never be. However, I would not have known sin except through the Torah. For I would not have known coveting unless the Torah had said, You shall not covet. But sin, finding occasion through the commandment, produced in me all kinds of coveting. For apart from the Torah, sin is dead. For I was alive apart from the Torah once, but when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And the commandment which was for life, this I found to be for death, for sin, finding occasion through the commandment, deceived me, and through it killed me. 
Therefore the Torah is holy, and the commandment holy, and righteous, and good. Did then that which is good become death to me? May it never be. But sin, that it might be shown to be sin, was producing death in me, through that which is good, that through the commandment sin might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the Torah is spiritual, but I am fleshly, sold under sin. For I do not know what I am doing, for I do not practice what I desire to do, but what I hate, that I do. But if what I do not desire, that I do, I consent to the Torah that it is good. So now it is no more I that do it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwells no good thing. For desire is present with me, but I do not find it doing that which is good. For the good which I desire, I do not do. But the evil which I do not desire, that I practice. But if what I do not desire, that I do, it is no more I that do it, but sin which dwells in me. Therefore I find this law, that when I desire to do good, evil is right there with me. For I delight in the Torah of God after the inward man, but I see a different law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity under the law of sin, which is in my members. What a wretched man I am! Who will deliver me out of the body of this death? Thanks be to God, through Yeshua, the Mashiach, our Lord. So then, I myself with the mind serve the Torah of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. That was Romans chapter 7. If you are reading through the apostolic writings, Twice this year, you will also read Matthew chapter 23 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a Shavua Tov, a blessed new week with the Lord and His Word. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.